Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You hear us talk about pro football focus all the time, PFF.com, and the guy who has all the free agent rankings that we've been talking about for the last couple of Hours here, especially today, is Brad Spielberger, and he is on the line. Hi, Brad. How are you? Hey, doing well. How you guys doing? We are doing great. Hi, Brad. We are. I got to tell you, we've been going through like, uh, and every time I I say, oh, I wonder what free agent we could be looking at, because we've been doing breakdowns of the Browns, and and Jeff has talked a lot about uh, a lot of the stuff that you've written as far as ranking these free agents that are out there, but also ranking the Browns. And I'm just curious your thoughts on this team moving forward here in Cleveland. And knowing that Deshaun Watson is well, you know, he's got a couple games under his belt, but what's he going to look like in the future? Yeah, you know, I think as it relates to free agency and the Browns, realistically, you're probably more looking for internal growth, and most obviously, that's coming from Deshaun Watson. I think you can't underrate the fact that he basically didn't play football for two years, so you're going to have some rust. Things are going to be probably moving a little bit quicker for you, uh, and you're not going to be able to process quite as well. But I think there were flashes. If you throw on a tape from the end of this season, there certainly were positive flashes. It got better, I thought, as the games went on, developed a good connection with Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper, and I think there's reason for optimism that you get a full offseason, you work with all these players, he can get back on track next year. Brad, did you like his play this year at all? There were moments where I thought, okay, boy, that there it is. That That's what, we, that's what we're paying for. And there were others that you – that I thought, boy, this guy's a lot rustier than I ever thought he'd be. And I think that's exactly right, is that the highs were pretty high, but the lows were really, really low. And look, that is kind of the quarterback he has been. He's going to take a lot of sacks. He's going to hold, hold on to the ball for a long time and wait for things to develop and try to hit those home runs. But I think with more reps underneath him, you'll eliminate as many negatives as possible and elevate some of those positives and also just continue to work on hey, look, you're now in Cleveland with an awesome offensive line, one of the best run games in football. You're not in Houston anymore. Trust your offensive line. Trust checking the ball down. Trust Nick Chubb. And, and, you know, yeah, we'll take those shots. We'll have some splash plays. But avoiding the negatives is big, and I think he will get there in time. All right, so we know the Browns have some holes on the defensive line, and we've talked about wide receiver, and, you know, and and those are the big ones that stand out to us. But when it comes to the salary cap, I got to tell you, Jeff and I are, like, I don't know. I don't want to speak for Jeff, but I know I'm clueless trying to figure out what it's going to look like for the Browns next year and where they can actually spend their money. You have any insight? Yeah, no. It's, it, they, they obviously have a lot of really expensive players on the roster. I mean, look, when you have a top five edge defender, top five cornerback, uh, both you know top ten guards, obviously Deshaun Watson's contract is historically rich. You add in Amari Cooper, they're not going to be making any splash additions. I would I would caution Browns fans. If you're clamoring for some big-name player, you're probably going to be upset. But 
I think you really can attack the interior of this defensive line, which in my opinion is by far the biggest weakness of this team. And there are a handful of good options against the run in particular. I mocked Ashawn Robinson, the Los Angeles Rams, nose tackle to them in another article I've done recently. Um, but there are a handful of options there. Andrew Billings of the Las Vegas Raiders, also a pending free agent, a really stout run defender. Um, there are a lot of those guys that I think you can add without breaking the bank that will make a big impact on the interior. Brad, we just talked about defensive backs here. We've been breaking down some of these positions with the uh, help of Pro Football Focus, so thank you very much for that. We appreciate it. Found it odd that Denzel Ward was ranked 88th among corners in the NFL after being 11th last year. What happened to Denzel this year, and is there any reason for concern there? I I say just line him up, play him, because I think he's a good one. No, he, he, he's definitely one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. I, I will say the one thing that, that can be sometimes a, a cause for concern with our cornerback grading is um, among all the positions, it's very tough to, to really, you know, to add the context of what was your assignment. I mean, we only can grade the guys on what they're doing and can only give them a plus or minus based on if they did that job well or not. But look, Denzel Ward is asked to play a lot of press man coverage against the number one receiver on the opposing team um, and not have help over the top and not sit back in a ton of soft zone. I mean, that's how you want to utilize him. I think we'll probably see even more of that, frankly, with Jim Schwartz. But, you know, so, so that's part of the context there. It was a tough year. I think they were susceptible over the middle, and, and it just everything kind of bleeds into each other on defense. Um, you know, so not a great season for him, but I, I'm with you. I think he's one of the game's best. I think he will bounce back. It, it was just a tough, you know, a tough year for him. Um, as we're as we're looking through the grades, I was just kind of noticing um, what class of free agents might look better, whether it's interior defensive line or exterior uh, defensive line. And as you were going through it, uh, you know, what were your thoughts? And you know, if you're the Browns and you're shopping and you're trying to be economical about this, which class is better coming out? Are you trying to get an outside guy or an inside guy? Yeah, for free agency, it's the interior by a wide margin. It's a very weak class for edge defenders. And we've actually had a couple, uh, you know, strong classes in recent years. But I will say the one thing that maybe works in their favor is a lot of the best guys are older veterans that I think you can sign to cheaper contracts that can make a pretty big impact. I mean, you look at guys like Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston last year signed to one year, three and a half and one year, four million dollar deals. Um, and they both were really, really, really good players this season. Um, I want to say both had 10-plus 10, 10 backs, had a ton of pressures. So, you know, if you want to navigate those waters, you can find a veteran that is a stopgap. But if you're looking for you know, a multi-year solution, then I think you pivot back over to the interior, or I think you can find some younger players that you could sign to longer-term deals to stick around for three or four years. Brad Spielberg joining us from PFF.com, Pro Football Focus. What the... What do your numbers, what what does pro football focus think of the job Kevin Stefanski's done as head coach of the Browns? So, you know, I know this may be, you know, controversial in some respects in Cleveland, but we think he's a very, very good coach. Uh, we think he schemes his players open. One thing we do is we look at perfectly covered plays, and what we define that as is simply on every snap and every route, we chart, you know, is this does this receiver have multiple steps open? Does he have one step open, or is he, you know, covered? There, there's more variance to it than that but essentially that's what it is and we then look at a perfectly covered play is is a snap where all guys do not have at least one step of separation where everyone's covered um and you might think that's more of a defense stat when you hear that 
in reality, it's often an offense stat. You know, the best teams are always, you see Kyle Shanahan's 49ers at the top of that list all the time, and a lot of the best play callers are just scheming their guys open, and Kevin Stefanski is always right at the top of that list as well. He does a lot of good things, getting his guys open. Obviously, the run game has been great since he's been there, which you can probably, you know, attribute to the offensive line and running backs as well, but he's a good coach. I think there are some things to clean up with game management. I think, you know, it's a very, very good move for him to move on from uh, Joe Woods, a defensive coordinator, and bring in a, a really, really good coach in Jim Schwartz. I think that was maybe my favorite coordinator hire of the entire offseason. Um, and, and that's huge for coaches as well. That, that's part of his job. There are a lot of loyal coaches around the NFL that wouldn't do that. And I think that could make a massive difference for them next year. One of the other things we've talked about a little bit is because since the Browns don't have these first-round picks coming up, you know, what is the value of a Nick Chubb? What is the value of a Miles Garrett if you decided, you know, I think we can get a huge return on these guys. Should we try to trade them? But Jeff and I go back, and I, Jeff and I agree on this, that if you have talent, I, I don't think you should be so willing to give it away. But if the Browns were trying to, what, what, I mean, would it make sense to trade, you know, one of your star players on this team to try to get more down the road? I, I don't, just don't think that this team is in that position right now what do you think yeah I don't think they're in that position either you know I think maybe they in hindsight would have should have been more open to a move like a Kareem Hunt or maybe some smaller mid-tier deals to get some you know even fourth fifth sixth round picks to kind of just add to their arsenal a little bit but no I mean for me Miles Garrett might be the best defensive player in the NFL you, you, you make early draft picks to get guys like him and then you hold on for dear life and with Nick Chubb, you know, I know people associate PFF and, and data nerds and whatever with thinking that position is devalued. Look, to a degree it is, but Nick Chubb's contract is a team-friendly contract. You know, him for $12 million a year with how good he is, maybe the best pure runner in the NFL, and, and it really hasn't fallen off yet. I would argue he's playing at the value of his contract, even though it's so hard to do that as a running back on a veteran deal. So, yeah, no, I, I just don't think that is you know, where they're at right now. Like I said, maybe some smaller moves that, you know, in the past they probably would have pulled the trigger on. But, no, I think you just need internal growth, get things settled. I think the coaching change really is um, an underrated, massive improvement. And, and I think you'll see just, you know, internal chemistry and everything lead to those wins that we're, you know, hoping to see in Cleveland. Brett, can you explain the, the ability to roll over cap space to the next season? And the Browns, ESPN said that, you know, they ended it with uh, $27.3 million. Can you explain rolling over? Yeah, for sure. And it's something the Cleveland Browns have always loved to do. So basically, you can carry over any excess cap space that you did not use in the current year into the following year. So, you know, you end the season, like you said, $27 million um, in cap space in 2022 that was not touched. You can carry that full amount over. So next year, we're projecting the salary cap around $225 million. That is the base rate for all 32 teams. For the Browns, then, their salary cap would be $252 million because they carry that excess over. It's effectively an adjustment to their salary cap, and they can spend up to that number and still be below the cap. So, you know, they've done that by pushing a lot of money down the line and, you know, a lot of bonuses that push cap hits into the later years of players' contracts which enables them to continue to spend now. Um, and that's what they've done, and it gives them a little bit of a cushion going forward to still add some talent these next couple of offseasons. I want to I move to New York for just a second. Did the New York Jets not see game tape of the Denver Broncos <laughs> this year when they hired Nathaniel Hackett as offensive coordinator? Are they only looking at his Green Bay stuff or what? 
It's a phenomenal question because even if even if you, you know, looked at the Green Bay stuff, you'd say, okay, well, he, you know, he wasn't the offensive play caller in Green Bay anyway, um, and he had Aaron Rodgers. But I think that second part there probably gives you, you know, some insight into the decision here is that, you know, it, it was supposed to be part of his package going to Denver. It obviously did not work out. But I do think um, it's very possible that we see Aaron Rodgers going to New York and maybe for whatever reason they think Hackett it can be a you know a key cog in getting him there. I will say this to defend him too. Look, it was a disaster in Denver. You know, sometimes guys are good coordinators or good you know teachers of offensive football, but not head coaches. I have spoken to former players of his who say they thought it was a good hire because they think he appeals to kind of this next generation of younger players. He's a really good teacher and he's very creative in how he disseminates information and coaches his players up. So. I think there's also a Zach Wilson element here where you kind of just make things very, very simple, you know, break down concepts in a very, very digestible manner. Um, I, you know, I, I think that's part of it as well, but I'm sure the fact his dad was the offensive coordinator with the New York Jets 20 years ago also, as we know in this beautiful NFL, has something to do with it. <laughs> Brad, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. And make sure you check out the Fitzgerald's Spielberger draft value chart too because I was just I'm mesmerized by that trying to figure out where teams are. That's some pretty cool stuff on PFF.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Great to have you with us, Brad. Thank you, guys. All right. Yep, thank you. Brad Spielberger from PFF.com. Nice time to join us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.